Hi there. We are in the middle of a series of messages from what are known as the Psalms of Ascent. Please turn with me to Psalm 125 verses 1 to 2. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be shaken, but endures forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people both now and forevermore. Every year for more than 20 years, the global research company Edelman has reported on the level of trust people have in government, business and the media across 28 Western countries. The 2022 report was just issued and it makes fascinating but grim reading. Trust levels in most major Western countries have collapsed to levels never previously recorded. According to Edelman, two thirds of respondents believe that traditional authority figures like political leaders, business CEOs and journalists flat out lie and that our major institutions are failing to address the existential challenges facing Western society. Commenting on the 2022 report, CEO Richard Edelman concluded, the world is failing to meet the unprecedented challenges of our time because it is ensnared in a vicious cycle of distrust. The media business model has become dependent on generating partisan outrage, while the political model has become dependent on exploiting it. Whatever short-term benefits either institution derives it is a long-term catastrophe for society. Distrust is now society's default emotion, with nearly 60% inclined to distrust. Well, that's pretty depressing news. I guess the only good thing is that given our state of distrust, we probably don't believe the results of the survey anyway. But seriously, we live in a time of unprecedented distrust in most of our society's institutions. And we can't just blame it on the US government of whatever political persuasion or on US institutions, because it's not just a US phenomenon. It's the same across all the major Western democracies. It's a societal issue. And as Edelman reported, it's getting worse. And many believe is preventing the world from meeting the unprecedented challenges of our times. At a personal level, I am sure most of us have experienced the pain of broken trust, whether that's the deep sense of loss and hurt that accompanies betrayal, or the insecurity and misery of being deceived. It can be so hard to trust again once the bonds of trust have been shattered. It is tragic how many lives are shipwrecked on the rocks of distrust? And because it is so pervasive in our culture, it's really easy for distrust to become the lens through which we view everything. 
The enemy of our souls would like nothing more than con to condemn us to be part of the vicious cycle of distrust that is plaguing our culture, especially if it undermines our trust in God as a part of that. But I have good news for us today. We don't need to be locked into this plague. We do not need to be its hostages or victims. Indeed, not only do we not have to be trapped in the vicious cycle of distrust that has beset our world, but we can maybe even be those who model the change our world so desperately needs. We've been on a journey together through the Psalms of Ascent over the past few weeks. We've joined with the exiled ancient Israelites on pilgrimage in a procession on their return to the annual festivals in the temple on Mount Zion in Jerusalem. After years in exile, booted out of their land because of their repeated disobedience, they were finally coming home. The ancient city of Jerusalem was established on Mount Zion. Mount Zion is more of a hill than a mountain, but it is surrounded by a range of mountains, all of which are higher than Mount Zion, and through history have provided a natural defence for the city. This was the place of peace and safety that the people sought, the place of God's presence. So imagine the delight in the faces of the ancient Israelites as they crested the mountains around the city and took in the sight of Mount Zion, the gleaming temple and God's presence, now just a few steps away. Some commentators picture the pilgrims shouting out the words of Psalm 125 in unison as they first glimpsed the temple. Let's take a look at the opening verses again. This time, I'm quoting from Eugene Peterson's translation, The Message. Say the words with me. Declare them out loud. If you're watching this with your community group, pause the video and proclaim these words together. Don't be shy. They are wonderful words of encouragement worth shouting out loud. Those who trust in God are like Mount Zion. Nothing can move it. A rock-solid mountain you can always depend on. Mountains encircle Jerusalem and God encircles his people. Always has and always will. Our position in God is immovable. Our foundation is a rock-solid mountain. Nothing can move it. It's not because of anything on our part, it's because we are totally encircled by God. We always have been and we always will be. And he is completely trustworthy. It doesn't matter what happens in this world, nothing can ever violate what's been done for us in God. Wow, thank you Lord. Our trust is in you. We are like Mount Zion. We cannot be shaken. We will endure forever. But how can we say that today? We're not ancient Israelites and we are on a pilgrimage to Jerusalem. Well, it's actually even better for us. 
the ancient Israelites did fail to keep their covenant with God. And ultimately, this led to the temple on Mount Zion being destroyed. But that was because something even better was replacing it. God knew from the beginning that his people would be unable to be faithful to him. So right from the start, he built into his plans a promise to take care of their unfaithfulness himself. And in doing so, to expand that promise to bless the whole world. Mount Zion of old points to a better promise. It's a shadow of something much greater. The writer to the Hebrews tells us that as Christians, we've come to Mount Zion too, the holy city where the living God resigns. But through Christ, we have entered a new and even better covenant with God. The message translation puts it like this. You've come to Mount Zion, the city where the living God resides. The invisible Jerusalem is populated by throngs of festive angels and Christian citizens. It is the city where God is judge with judgments that make us just. You've come to Jesus who presents us with a new covenant, a fresh charter from God. He is the mediator of this covenant, a proclamation of grace. We've come to Mount Zion too. We are the beneficiaries of a new and better covenant, a promise from God sealed in Jesus's blood. We are exiles in this world on pilgrimage too, to a better city. We've tasted of it and we are spoiled for anything else. The writer to Hebrews goes on to say that this new kingdom is completely unshakable. In Christ, we are completely secure. Nothing can separate us from God's love in Christ Jesus. Our trust is no longer in this world. Our trust is in our God who surrounds us on every side, now and forevermore. He's got us. We're his, not just now, but forevermore. And there's more. God's presence is no longer constrained in a physical temple on a hill in Jerusalem. 1 Corinthians 3.16 tells us that we are now God's temple. The Holy Spirit lives in us. The living God inhabits and moves through us. We have become an integral part of God's plan to bless the world. He's affecting his plan through us. We are his ambassadors. He makes his appeal to the world through us. We have reason for hope and trust. So not only are we not hostages to distrust, we are trust restorers. We are the ones to point people to the source of our trust, to Jesus. So how do we break the cycles of distrust? Well, first, make sure you are trusting in God. The Hebrew word used for trust in Psalm 125 is batach, which can also be translated as confidence or security. In other words, those whose security is in the Lord or those whose confidence is in the Lord are like Mount Zion 
and cannot be shaken. Our confidence and security come from being in the Lord. He is the only place where we find true security and safety. In him, we cannot be shaken. That means any time we look outside of God for our security, we will be disappointed. Everything we look to trust in for our security outside of God himself, even the things God has given us, will let us down in some way. So if that's where we're putting our trust, we're going to end up disappointed and distrusting. In her book, Stepping Up, Beth Moore said, Even if our security is in something God has given us, our gifts, talents, loved ones, church family, consistent victory, passion for his word, our seemingly secure mountain will fall into the sea. We can grow secure in the favour God has shown us, but God's favour and his person are not synonymous. If our trust is in manifestations of God's favour rather than in God himself, we will crumble like dry clay when he calls us to walk a distance of our journeys by faith and not by sight. If we put that weight of responsibility for our security on others, people or things, weight that only God can bear, they will not be able to sustain it. God never designed them to. Only he can do that. That just leads to dysfunctional and codependent relationships. And it's one of the reasons there is so much distrust in our world. Others fail to live up to our often unfair or unspoken expectations of them. Where is your security and trust? Is it rooted in God or in something or someone else? Think about some things and people that you believe have let you down or failed you. Are you putting a weight on them that God wants you to place on him? Maybe you've been trusting your security in life to your education, your politics, your gifts or your talents. Or maybe it's your family or friends or even the church. Take some time to ask God if any patterns of distrust in your life are because you're putting your trust in the wrong things and haven't put your trust and security in him. Secondly, know that he's got you. If you are surrounded by God, nothing can close in on you without closing in on him first. What an awesome and wonderful promise. Beth Moore said, if you are in Christ, you can't get rid of him. You can't outrun or hide from him. At no time have you caught him off guard. He's there in the good times and in the bad. He walks with us in our suffering and pain and he rejoices with us when we celebrate. He won't walk away from us when we fail, nor leave us if we forsake him. He is utterly faithful and true to his promises. He's got you. Now, that doesn't mean he removes us from the human experience, but he is with us on our pilgrimage and he will make sure we get to the destination he has already prepared for us. We get a taste of it now, but we'll get to experience it in full in the future. As God's children, we're not exempt from the highs and lows of life. 
Today we might be in peace, but tomorrow may demand we make huge sacrifices. I know our brothers and sisters in Ukraine didn't expect to see themselves in a battle for their very lives and families just a few months ago. But whatever we may face in life, we will never be removed from our ordained and appointed place. We stand in God's favour as long as Zion's rock abides in its place and it isn't going anywhere. God's eternal love is pointed towards you. Whatever evil you might face, you are in the place of divine love. Nothing will make him cease to love you. When he chose you, he knew what you would be. So you can never surprise him. Whatever dumb things you might do or say, he's already seen it all and has already provided for it all. You are under the stronghold of his covenant, covered by Christ's blood. You cannot be removed from the covenant and cannot be torn away from Christ. You are utterly secure in God. We are believers marked with a heavenly calling. We were foreknown and predestined by God. And as Spurgeon said, you are no more able to be removed than the mountains torn from their sockets and thrown into the depths of the sea. Are you securing God? If not, spend some time meditating on Psalm 125 verse 2. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people, both now and forevermore. Write it out. Confess it out loud. Put it on your bathroom mirror so you see it every morning. Let these words penetrate your soul. There is power in the word of God. Let the Holy Spirit convince you that he's got you. And finally, bring his presence to the world. This message is not just for us. God's presence is no longer constrained in a physical temple on a hill in Jerusalem. We are now God's temple. Through the Holy Spirit, the living God inhabits and moves through us. That has huge implications for our relationship with him, but it also makes us the vehicle through whom he brings his presence and his message to the world. When we actively put our trust in God, really know he has got us and live in that reality, we realise we don't have to be trapped in the vicious cycle of distrust that has beset our world. We can step right out of it. When we take that step, distrust stops being the lens through which we view the world and we begin to see people differently too. From our place of real security and confidence in God, we start to see them as Jesus sees them and we start to become trust restorers ourselves. Let's be those that refuse to participate in the vicious cycles of distrust plaguing our world. Instead, let's be those even this week 
that bring the light of God's presence, a presence that's within each one of us to others. And might I add in closing, especially to those who see things differently from us. Have a great week. Come and go.